Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex P. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys. Sunday, December 3rd. Ian Cameron with you. Alex B. Smith, little under the weather today. Nothing major. Uh, should be back with us tomorrow. Hey, it's Christmas month. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We've got the tree right behind us, uh, the annual uh, tradition. If you've uh, been watching uh, content involving me for the last few years, you know we bust out the tree with the lights in the background. So we're ready for Christmas uh, and we're excited uh about this sunday nhl card it's uh five games on tap before we get into those we will uh definitely look toward yesterday's games first and recap what we saw on a very busy saturday uh, in the nhl it started with an absolute pounding by the dallas stars over the tampa bay lightning eight to one andre vasilevsky chased from the net and i don't know what's more shocking Andre Vasilevsky gets pulled because he had a brutal day or the fact that he allowed John Cooper to pull him from the game. As many of you know, Andre Vasilevsky's had this, you won't pull me from the game kind of policy as for as long as he's been a member of the Tampa Bay lightning, but apparently waived that policy yesterday uh, and ended up allowing uh, and he, I think it was the right move. Look, man, I know you don't like getting pulled. There's something that it's beneath you that uh, the head coach ends up lifting you from a game. Um, but it's the smart thing to do. You, you didn't have it yesterday. You had a bad day uh, right from the very sp- beginning in the first period. You can tell that was not Vasilevsky on his game. Uh, you're just coming off a massive hip surgery. It, it's time to just you know realize, hey, you know we're not winning this game. Uh, it's been an awful day for me. I'm just recovering from a major injury, major surgery. Let's just cool our heels and come out of the game. And so at least he put his pride aside for a little bit uh, and decided, you know, let's let Coop take me out. Um, and that's, uh, and obviously it was a uh, Johansson that finished the game yesterday, but just an ugly day for the um, Tampa Bay lightning. They lose eight, one to the Dallas stars, Dallas, um, a team that look, they've had some inconsistency in their game. Uh, but they found it yesterday, and everyone contributed. Jason Robertson, big game. T- Tyler Sagan, big game. Uh, Mason Marchment with a goal and an assist, and including a winner in the bargain bin special of the night segment for our guest yesterday, Zach Urban, who was very good in his first appearance here on the show. Um, so Dallas with the big 8-1 to win yesterday uh, against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Winnipeg with a 3-1 win against Chicago. Um, did cash the first period, both teams to score. Uh, both Alex and I, but did have the Jets team total over three and a half. And to see them, you know, get that third goal early in the third and not get that fourth goal, very disheartening. But solid win for the Jets, three to one uh, over the Blackhawks. Great to see, and he scored the only goal for them, but great to see Connor Bedard uh, find the back of the net after the bullshit he had to deal with with the media there uh, in Winnipeg. Uh, what else did we see? Rangers Predators. Good comeback win by the Rangers. Slow start, but they came back with the 4 3 victory. Uh, in that game, Islanders for a change, they hang on to a lead, although they did their best to try to blow it. Uh, they beat Florida by a score of four, three, uh, Carolina with the six to two win, uh, against the, uh, Buffalo Sabres. So Buffalo, um, just a really poor game from their 
perspective. Usually they're good in these spots on the road against a quality foe. Not last night. Dylan Cousins basically calling his team soft. Just put the captaincy on that guy. He's the one guy that gives a shit night in and night out and cares and, and has emotion and intensity in his game and a little pushback in his game. Not enough of that on this Buffalo Sabres team right now. Uh, I applaud Dylan Cousins for stepping up, saying what he did uh, after last night's loss to Carolina. Just give him the captaincy. What are we waiting for, okay? I mean, I know they don't have a captain right now, but he's he's the guy. He is the guy that you put that C on, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, 5-4 Detroit with an f- overtime win against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. They uh, cough up what was a 4-1 to lead at one point, uh, but they end up getting the victory. Jake Wallman, uh, overtime winner. Uh, and uh, a solid win for the Red Wings um, and uh, a draw winner uh, for me with that game uh, last night as uh, Detroit wins in overtime 5-4. Ottawa with a 2-0 shutout win against Seattle. Very, very good, uh, much-needed performance by the uh, Ottawa Senators uh, in that game. Although in the third period, they did sit back a little too much, relied a little too much on uh, their goaltender, Anton Forsberg, who had a a brilliant night, 39-save shutout. Uh, for the Ottawa Senators, and they get the 2-0 win uh, in that game over the uh, Seattle uh, Kraken. Uh, Disappointing, not even close, unfortunately, with our uh, best bet yesterday with this uh, over. So 2-0 Ottawa, uh, 4-3 Philly. What a comeback win. They've got balls, said John Tortorella after the game uh, about his team. And um, yeah, I said uh, yesterday, didn't trust Pittsburgh in that price price range, and (laughs) they basically proved me right. Boston, 4-3 in overtime against Toronto. That is a tough loss for the Leafs to only get a point because I thought they were, in large part, the better team last night against Boston. But, uh, unfortunately, um, William Nylander has a little spill in the new, in the neutral zone at center ice, and that allows Boston to get a clear-cut breakaway, which gets stopped. Puck ends up ricocheting back in front of the net to a wide-open Marchand who puts it behind Joe Wald. No, n- nothing anyone could have done about it. Uh, a 4-3 a Boston win. And another draw winner uh, for me there with the Bruins and the Leafs. Alex was on that draw as well. To be honest with you, it was a mediocre day betting-wise for me, but the draws pulled me into profit for the day. Those two big draw winners with the Leaf game and the Detroit-Montreal game. So both of those really helped. So did Arizona. We were on the Coyotes there. They get a nice 4-1 win. And Connor Ingram keeps playing well uh, in between the pipes for the uh, – Arizona Coyotes right now. Another really good start. Good outing from him in net. uh, And the uh, offense takes care of the rest. Vegas, a workman-like solid 4-1 win against Washington. Washington didn't have a lot going for them last night. Little tired. Fourth road game on this trip. Didn't have a lot in the tank. Uh, Anaheim, how about the Ducks? Coming back from a 3-1 first period uh, deficit to snap their ugly losing streak against the Colorado Avalanche, winning in a shootout, a beautiful shootout goal by Leo Carlson as well, helping the uh, Ducks get the victory uh, in that game. So a great win for them Uh, and Colorado. um, Disappointing to let that one slip away, uh, considering you were going up against an Anaheim team, really battling confidence right now uh, and um, uh, not able to protect that lead. Not going to be something that they're, uh, going to be thrilled about. It's not going to get any easier for them. The game of the day for sure tonight and today in the NHL is Colorado LA, a very difficult assignment on a back-to-back coming up for the uh, Colorado Avalanche. And then the final game of the night, it was great to see it end the way it did. We had a little piece of the over and a bigger piece of Vancouver uh, at a plus price. Uh, they got the job done 4-3 uh, against the Calgary Flames. Nearly, and I mean nearly, cashed that 
big time plus 1200 12 to 1 uh ticket on Nikita Zadorov to score a goal but it looked like initially he had scored the empty net goal for the Canucks late in the third to put it away but the puck did hit the stick of Elias Pettersson uh on the way in so uh that close uh but we almost had it but nevertheless the Vancouver Canucks win 4-3 uh, they bounced back after a tough night against the uh, Vegas uh, Golden Knights, uh, a solid effort. I think it was one of their um, better games in quite some time. I thought defensively they were very good. Zadorov didn't look out of place uh, in his first game with the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Quinn Hughes scores a goal. They get a, uh, a goal from their depth forward, Sam Lafferty, Ilya Mikheyev. Uh, a couple more assists for Phil Horonic, who continues to be great on the back end. Him and Quinn Hughes have just had uh, outstanding seasons. Uh, for them. So outstanding job uh, by Vancouver to get that win last night. All right, let's get to Sunday. We'll start with Chicago and Minnesota. We've got the uh, Minnesota Wild minus 320 to minus 330 home favorites, six the total in this game. Um, certainly, I'm not stepping in front of this Minnesota mini little freight train here since the coaching change. We've got to acknowledge how they're getting the new coach bump that we often see teams have. Uh, and right now, the Wild are having that right now, getting that from the change to uh, John Hines after the firing of Dean Evason. Uh, and it wouldn't shock me to see that continue here uh, today uh, in this game against the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Tricky spot for Chicago. They played playing on a back-to-back. Minnesota rested uh, after uh, Chicago was in Winnipeg yesterday, losing to the uh, Blackhawks 3-1. to one. Uh, Here they are, a matinee affair against the uh, Minnesota Wild. It's actually less than 24 hours because this game starts at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Chicago at Winnipeg yesterday was 3 p.m. Eastern time. So this is actually a sub 24 hour turnaround for the uh, Blackhawks here uh, in this game. So a very, very difficult spot. Um, You know, to me, you got to maybe get a little creative. How do you play Minnesota in this game in some fashion? Um, You know, for me, you look at the team total. It's not a great price uh, by any stretch of the imagination with that. You know, I don't necessarily love uh, getting on the team total at the the, uh, price we're getting with that uh, right now. Because if you take a look, Minnesota team total is over three and a half minus 145 at Pinnacle. But I will dabble a little bit uh, with that wild team total over. Uh, this is definitely a game where the first period over minus, uh, one and a half minus 135, which I know Alex B. Smith likes, makes some sense. And both teams to score in the first period. Another both teams to score ca- uh, in the first period cashes yesterday with Chicago. And that has been a pattern for them lately. It's like we get that early goal, and I'm not sure we're going to get more than that from the uh, Chicago Blackhawks lately. If you look at their pattern in games, that's the way it's been. Certainly the last two games, you look at it. Detroit, they scored the early first period goal, nothing after that. Yesterday, first period goal against Winnipeg, nothing after that. So, uh, yeah, the first period, both teams to score. Definitely, I kind of like that here in this game. Wild team total over three and a half as well. Uh, and uh, like I said, Alex likes the first period over uh, in this game as well, over one and a half minus 135. Um, uh, so I, let me just, uh, yeah, I just want to make sure I get it right because he did send me his card. Yeah, uh, over first period and both teams to score first period, which is in the plus 150, plus 160 range. So pretty good price there uh, with that. Uh, and as far as player props in this game, you know, if you look at it, obviously yesterday, we, we still think the theory is sound. Obviously, it doesn't mean that the theory can be sound. doesn't mean uh, it's going to work out every game. But, you know, we did see, obviously, um, uh, we have a situation here where we had uh, Beauvillier yesterday. Uh, he made his debut with the uh, 
Jets yesterday, but uh, he had two shots on goal playing on that top line. He's out today. Felino is going to be on that top line with Bedard and Kurashev today uh, for the uh, Blackhawks. So keep that in mind uh, with that. Uh, and then as far as Minnesota is concerned, uh, they've got Kaprizov, Marco Rossi, Mats Zuccarello on their uh, top line. Uh, keep in mind, uh, you know, uh, Freddie Goudreau, Boldy, some of these players that have really struggled, starting to show some signs of life since the uh, in the two games since the coaching change. So uh, we will definitely see, um, you know, if that can continue here moving forward. But definitely the Wild, you know, you got to give them their credit. I thought maybe one game I could see them winning with the new coach against St. Louis, but to go into Nashville and beat up the Preds like that, 6-1, to one, very, very impressive. So Minnesota's, until they lose, they're right now, either you bet on them or you pass as far as I'm concerned. All right, next up, we've got uh, another, uh, that, that's by the way, is the only afternoon game. The rest of them are at night. We've got San Jose uh, and the uh, New York uh, Rangers. Uh, next up, uh, it is New York minus 425 uh, is the cons- uh, you know average price with the uh, Rangers in this game. The total six uh, shaded to the under. Um, can't lay that price with the Rangers. Back-to-back, rested uh, San Jose team. It's actually a better spot for San Jose. And I'll tell you what, they did beat New Jersey. They did beat New Jersey. I can't believe I'm considering San Jose, but, you know, I think in this spot, it's not the worst thing in the world. It it really isn't. I mean, this is an astronomical price. Uh, The Sharks at least finally got some offense going on the road for the first time this season. That win against New Jersey also, their first road win, if you could believe it, of the season. Uh, They were 0-10 on the road prior to that uh, monster upset Friday night against New Jersey. Now they're one in 10 uh, on the road this year. So, you know, we'll see how this one goes. Um, but uh, when I look at this matchup here, it's just can't lay it with the Rangers on a back-to-back like this. Certainly they're playing well. Uh, and if they, if they even play their B minus game, they can probably beat San Jose, but we do have to give San Jose credit. They have, they have won three of their last four, the last two of their home stand against Vancouver and Washington. Uh, shut out by Boston, but bounce back, beat uh, New Jersey six to three in that game. Uh, we'll see if how they fare here. And believe it or not, these two and San Jose was pretty bad last year too. Not as bad as this year, but last year a pretty bad San Jose team gave the Rangers fits. You know, you look at the game in San Jose; it was two one Rangers, and the game at Madison Square Garden last year, San Jose won in overtime uh, by a score of three to two. Uh, against the uh, New York Rangers. So we'll see how it goes here in this one. You know, the the, the fear with me bat- betting the over, using it as a best bet on Friday night, was the range, uh, the Sharks' offense being so dormant. Um, and uh, by the way, we're just, I think we're getting the, um, there we go. Uh, we have got the uh, playoff uh, field, it looks like, revealed here. Uh, we've got Michigan, Alabama. Michigan 1, Washington 2, Texas 3, Alabama 4, and um, Georgia out, Florida State out. We've got Michigan number 1, Washington number 2, Texas number 3, Alabama number 4. So it's Michigan versus Alabama, Washington versus Texas in the two semifinals. So Florida State, that's disappointing, man. It is. It's, it's disappointing. I get why they did it. ACC stunk this year. I know there's a hockey show, but they just broke the news. Uh, ACC stunk this year. It was a terrible conference. Um, and yeah, they had some nice wins. Florida State, LSU early in the season, undefeated. Look, nine, 99% of the time, an undefeated 
Power Five Conference champions going to be in a four-team playoff. This is just that one year, unfortunately, where there's just so many undefeated teams and teams that had one loss that had great resumes, stronger strength of schedules, and unfortunately, that puts a team like Florida State out. Very disappointing for Mike Norvell's group. Anyway, getting back to hockey, uh, San Jose, New York. Um, this is one that I'm going around in circles with, but I believe we're going to probably end up seeing quick in net uh, for the uh, New York Rangers. And I don't want to make it – It's he's not a downgrade. He's had a great year. Uh, no question about that for the uh, New York Rangers. Mackenzie Blackwood will be in for uh, San Jose uh, in this game as well. Um, however, I do want to mention that aside from the shutout he had against Pittsburgh, Quick has allowed three goals or more in four of his last five starts. So we'll see if that continues here today uh, in this one. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, this game goes, um, I'd actually lean to a Sharks and draw split. I really would. I mean, it was a Shark win in overtime last year against the Rangers. Uh, this is a tricky little spot. It's just a huge number. I, I lean slightly to a Sharks draw split. Tiny bets. I, I don't want to. I don't trust this San Jose team against a really good squad. And the Rangers are better than the Devils right now. But while that win against New Jersey was nice, this will be a little bit tougher for San Jose. But the rested team, Rangers are on a back to back. We've seen the Rangers sometimes scuffle and cough up these games against below average teams at home. So. Uh, I don't mind taking a look here at San Jose and the draw split. I think if this total is, if I can find some five and a halfs here, and there are a couple books that have five and a halfs with juice, I might lean over here as well. All right, Columbus, Boston. Uh, we've got um, Boston, big favorites here. Uh, minus uh, 265, minus 270. Uh, six, the total shaded to the over in this one. You know, the revenge spot for Boston. We know that. They got pounded by uh, Columbus uh, earlier this week in Columbus, uh, short turnaround, redemption spot. You know, it feels like a spot where Boston could, is, is capable of winning this. We know they're uh, off a big win. But still, the one thing that concerns me tonight for the Bruins is they're on a back-to-back. -back. It's a very, very intense game last night inside their division, original six rival, playing Toronto, going overtime against Toronto uh, in that game. So it's not an easy turnaround spot for Boston. So it's kind of like divulging or converging factors here. I don't want uh, Boston in the short turnaround revenge spot to me is bet on against a Columbus team that just beat them earlier this week, but not at this price and not in this spot on the back-to-back -back after a big divisional win last night against Toronto. So I'm passing this game. I'm just leaving it alone. Other than, yep, Raymond Reddington is 100% right. Pavel Zaka, um, you know, has been excellent for Boston. I would never, ever... Uh, turn down prop uh, bets involving him right now. He's been great, consistent all year for uh, Boston. And like I say, for the Jackets, if you're going to bet props, I don't know how much they're going to score here. We know Boston, when they're on their defensive game, can be pretty strong, but it should be Jeremy Swayman. It will be Jeremy Swayman, obviously, because we saw Linus Allmark get the uh, start last night. Spencer Martin and net for Columbus. Go with the Russian trio right now. Those three guys are rolling for Columbus right now. Voronkov, Shinikov, and uh, Marchenko. I've, I've talked about them quite a bit. Uh, they have been getting uh, absolutely outstanding um, production from those three guys. Fantilli finally snapped a little drought the other night, too, against Ottawa uh, in the Jackets win over the Senators on Friday night. So we'll see if maybe that can continue here uh, going into this matchup against the uh, Boston Bruins. So those would be the props I would be uh, focusing on here when it comes to the uh, Blue Jackets uh, and the Bruins. All right, next up here, we've got two games left. Uh, Nashville and Buffalo, uh, even money both sides here, six the total uh, in this game. Both of these teams on back-to-backs, the, the Predators were at home against the Rangers 
had an early lead, let it slip away. That's now two losses in a row for Nashville after that streak. So a Nashville team that might be coming back down to earth just a little bit uh, here coming into this game. Um, Buffalo, very disheartening loss against uh, obviously still a good Carolina team, but a loss that left Dylan Cousins very, very upset uh, with his team's performance uh, in that game, calling them soft, calling them uh, calling out their effort, their not not just their effort, but their willingness to battle. And when you're hearing this young kid who's like wearing his heart on his sleeve for this Buffalo Sabres team saying stuff like that, um, yeah, that's a good point about Fantilli Cuban. Uh, him and his dad, huge Bruins fans. So there you go, Fantilli. There you go. That's a good. That's a good little nugget there. That's something. So those little intangible things that you sometimes look for uh, when you're betting player props. This one, I expect. I expect Buffalo to show up here. You, you don't make cut. You don't listen to this kid that goes out there and gives it his all every night like Dylan Cousins does. And I'd be shocked if there's not an adequate response from this Buffalo team. Not to mention Nashville is not good away from Music City this year. Say what you will, they, they had that little win streak, but they're still a 3-6 and six team away from home this year. 3-6 and six on the road uh, for the Nashville Predators uh, coming into this game. So there are a couple ways I, I, I'm going about this here. I'm going to actually have evenly split distributed Bets splitting it up probably in three in, in in threes here with Buffalo minus one ten. I'm also going to go with a little Buffalo puck line here minus a half for a really good price in the first period. Uh, minus a half um, plus one eighty five uh, is what you can get with the uh, Sabers uh, puck line here. Again, my, plus one eighty five for a little first period puck line on Buffalo minus one ten or so with the full game money line. And I'm also going to take a little Buffalo team total in this game, over three and a half at plus 128 at Pinnacle. So it's a really, really good uh, look there as far as that goes. Uh, Alex P. Smith likes the first period, both teams to score uh, in this game. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, so uh, Alex P. Smith liking first period, both teams to score, plus 140 uh, in this game with Buffalo and uh, Nashville. Um, I could see it. Yeah, I could definitely see it. As far as uh, goaltending is concerned, uh, obviously we saw Eric Comrie last night, most likely going to see Uko Pekka-Lukanen uh, in net, who has been playing well until his last start. He did struggle against St. Louis the last time we saw him, but you know, he's, he's a guy that's usually a good bounce-back goalie, too. It would be, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me to see him play better here uh, tonight in this game. UC Soros will get the nod for Nashville because they used uh, their number two goalie, Kevin Lankinen, yesterday in the game against the New York Rangers. So uh, for me, it's a couple, th three bets, smaller bets, but evenly distributed. Buffalo full game, money line, Buffalo first period, puck line, Buffalo team total uh, over here in this game. And as far as the props, yeah, O'Reilly's a good, O'Reilly against his former team and just O'Reilly's in great form for the uh, uh, Nashville Predators as well. No question about that. So uh, I would uh, continue to look in that direction. You know, the full game over might be worth a look, too. I'm just looking at it. Three straight head-to-head -head meetings have gone over the total. Um, so I, I, I might tack on a little over six and a half here as well. And like I said, Alex likes first period of both teams to score in this game. And I definitely, after what he said last night, you could rest assured, if you're going to talk like that, you're going to need to back it up. But I have no worries whatsoever about this guy backing up the words that he used after calling out his team after that uh, bad effort against Carolina last night. And that's Dylan Cousins. So Dylan Cousins around plus 300 to score a goal tonight for Buffalo, uh, plus uh, one, 
uh, plus 215, I should say, to get an assist. So you've got some really good uh, value there with plus money for Dylan Cousins, who was very outspoken and critical of his team's uh, lethargic performance last night uh, against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. So uh, I expect, like I say, if this guy is not made the captain of the Buffalo Sabres going into next season, they don't know what they're doing because this is the guy you want. He is a leader. He is already demonstrating terrific leadership qualities. No doubt about that for this Buffalo Sabres team. All right, the game of the night. What a great game to wrap up the Sunday card here with the Colorado Avalanche, the Los Angeles Kings, two surefire Western Conference and Stanley Cup contenders uh, going head-to-head. We've got LA minus 135 home favorites, six and a half the total here in this game. Uh, You look at Colorado, um, definitely uh, not exactly what they wanted last night. Uh, A a nice, comfortable early lead uh, against the uh, Anaheim Ducks and and could not uh, keep that and let that lead hold up. Uh, Anaheim ends up coming back and getting the victory there uh, in that game against the uh, Colorado Avalanche last night in a shootout. Um, We'll see now how um, the, the Avalanche can bounce back from that. For me, this is the Kings or pass. Uh, this is, to me, not that this isn't an important game for Colorado, especially after now losing two in a row, because remember, they lost Arizona uh, in overtime. They did pick up points in both games, but they have now lost two in a row uh, with um, Colorado, with um, uh, Arizona and Anaheim back-to-back. So now they've got to try to rebound from that, facing the uh, LA Kings, who are rested. They haven't, they haven't played, actually, the LA Kings since uh, Friday. Um, so they're rested. Uh, coming in, uh, not Friday, since Wednesday, I bet, uh, actually. So they have had three days off, three days of rest, three days off to really get themselves ready. And not to mention, they are coming off that two-to-one loss Wednesday night uh, against the Washington Capitals, where they got Lindgren in that game. Charlie Lindgren just absolutely stole two points from the uh, LA Kings in that game, no question. So uh, absolutely, LA should be full energy, rested, uh, and right now, to be honest with you, I think they're in a little better form than Colorado. You know, Colorado feasted on you know Calgary, and they had a nice t- win against Tampa, but Tampa's been struggling lately. Uh, you get Colorado on the road; they've been marginal this year. Seven and uh, seven and six, they are uh, on the road. LA struggled at home early in the season, but they have certainly turned things around on home ice recently, uh, playing better. A uh, very very substantial game for them uh, coming into this one. I'm going to rock with L.A. here. L.A. minus 130 uh, is the uh, price at the majority of books. I like the Kings here in this game. I think this is a, a team that's just in a little bit better form. Certainly the defensive end, they're in better form right now than the Colorado Avalanche. No question uh, about that. Um, we'll see if that continues here uh, in this game. The Kings have been an under machine. Uh, six and one to the under in their last seven games. But this is one of those series where these two teams get together and there are goals. Five straight head-to-head meetings have gone over with the Avs and the Kings. And just in general, for the last nine meetings, seven and two to the over uh, in the last nine meetings. So very, very tough. to. But at six, I do lean over. If it was six and a half, not interested. Six with that strong series history where for some reason you get the Avalanche and the Kings together. uh, And there are a lot of um, a lot of goals. You know, it's just the way it is. Um, So. As far as I'm concerned here, uh, Colorado, L.A., um, small, smaller bet over, looking at L.A. here as well, around the minus 125 to minus 130, minus 135 price uh, on the uh, L.A. Kings here in this one. Uh, yeah, right, Kempe is due. 
Cuban. There's no doubt um, I would look at that. But for me, the main props that I always look at for LA, Trevor Moore, Quinton Byfield, you know, those are guys that are consistently undervalued. Trevor Moore's had a great season, uh, no question. So I would stick with them. For Colorado, it would be Big Val Nachushkin, uh, probably. Jonathan Drouin, I think, still has value as long as he stays playing on that second line uh, for the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Now, keep in mind as well, it's very important. Uh, and Bowen Byram, look, they've got the blue line to step up. But Kale McCarr left the game yesterday against Anaheim uh, due to injury. Uh, now you're on a back-to-back. Uh, you know, it, late in the third period, uh, dealing with something that prevented him from being in overtime, according to Jared Bednar. So with this being a back-to-back and uh, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, start time tonight, uh, there's a chance you might not see Kel McCarr tonight here for the uh, Colorado Avalanche. And look, that's not your average defenseman, as we all know. So that would be a significant. Remember, this is a team that's already down Sam Girard, who's away dealing with um, his mental health struggles right now for this a Colorado team. So uh, that means more minutes and more uh, emphasis and uh, on Bo Byram. He's got to step up. Devon Taves has, has to step up. But you know what that means, too, is from a prop standpoint, there's probably some value on Bo Byram and Devon Taves because without Kale McCarr, they're going to suck up all those minutes uh, that you're going to need to replace that Kale McCarr normally would get. So uh, there might be some opportunities in the uh, defenseman props for Colorado with uh, Byram and with Taves. Uh, if you're not going to see, um, uh, if you're not going to see Kale McCarr play tonight again, he left that game due to injury very late uh, in the third period last night uh, against Anaheim. All right, great stuff. That's the Sunday card. We appreciate it very much. Hit the like button, everyone watching on YouTube. This is the last day for the Ice Guys store, 15% off and free standard shipping. IceGuys.myspreadshop.com. Now's the day. Get involved. Get yourself some Ice Guys merch. The holiday season is right around the corner. It's the perfect time. Give someone that you know a gift of Ice Guys apparel uh, in some form. So uh, make sure you get involved with that last day of the uh, free standard shipping and 15% off uh, offer for the uh, Ice Guys store. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys. Again, just $10 a month. uh, And that's where all the content, including the daily card, is posted. Although until the YouTube issues are ironed out, we will continue to post the uh, card in the community tab as well. Although we won't be doing that for indefinitely. Uh, We will be uh, putting that uh, for Patreon only until the membership component of the YouTube channel comes back. So uh, make sure uh, you're aware of that. And again, the Ice Guys store, last day for the big uh, sale, 15% off and free standard shipping. All right, bargain bin special of the night for this uh, Sunday uh, NHL slate. And by the way, Alex, uh, who sent me the, his, uh, Sunday card before the uh, show, knowing he wasn't going to be on today. Um, he sent me a bargain bin play and he is going to the Rangers sharks game. And he is taking, uh, Keandre Miller for the New York Rangers to score a goal at plus 600 for the, uh, Rangers in this game. So a very interesting choice. Again, uh, Keandre Miller for the, uh, El- for the New York Rangers, plus 600 uh, for Alex P. Smith with his uh, bargain bin special of the night. Uh, I let, you know, and it's someone that's picked things up offensively, three points and two goals for the Rangers in the last four games. I like, you know, I like that way of thinking. You know, you've got a defenseman shooting the puck a lot more, uh, gaining a little offensive confidence. So uh, there you go. Uh, Keandre Miller for the uh, New York Rangers, plus 600 uh, for Alex B. Smith with his. Uh, bargain bin a special of the night. Uh, my bargain bin special for this um, Sunday uh, NHL card 
Uh, there were a couple that I had in mind as far as the uh, bargain bin here, uh, but I uh, decided, you know what, we'll see uh, about it. Uh, I'm going to actually, I think, as far as the uh, bargain bin tonight uh, in this game, I'm just trying to make sure the price is within the right range uh, for him because it's it's right on the fringe. Uh, I'm just going to take a look uh, what it is. But um, I like what um, Cuban said um, because that's a, that's a great factor. You know, that's a really, really a great factor about uh, uh, Fantilli uh, and the fact that, uh, you know, he's going to have the family there. Uh, watching him today in Boston. Y you always get uh, someone's best effort when they've got family in attendance. You know, it doesn't mean for sure he's going to score, but I'll tell you what, this is a player that has got outstanding talent, skill, finishing ability, kind of went through a little drought, snapped out of the drought Friday night against Ottawa, and now he's going to have family in attendance from all indications in Boston tonight for this game. That's what I'm going to go with. Great price, plus 460. Uh, at FanDuel for uh, Adam Fantilli of the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. So uh, no question about that. So uh, Adam Fantilli plus 460 Columbus Blue Jackets for my uh, bargain bin special uh, of the night. All right, let's go to best bets here for this uh, Sunday uh, NHL card. Alex B. Smith, he has a best bet. He sent it uh, as part of his card. Uh, Alex B. Smith for best bet. We're going back to the game we just talked about, Colorado, L.A. He also likes the LA Kings here. That is his best bet. So Alex B. Smith, LA Kings, money line, minus 130 uh, against the Colorado Avalanche for Alex B. Smith uh, with his best bet uh, for this Sunday uh, NHL card. And my best bet for this uh, Sunday uh, NHL card, I want Buffalo in some form here today uh, against Nashville. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, do I want the team total? Do I want the first period puck? I think I'm just going to go with that. I think I'm just going to go money line. I'm just going to go full game money line minus 110. I'll go with that one uh, with the Buffalo Sabres here um, after kind of the, they got lit up, lit into by Dylan Cousins post game after that game against Carolina. And look, Nashville's coming back down to earth and Nashville's not been great on the road this year. So put it all together. And I think you get, this is a spot where the Sabres in theory are supposed to step up. And if they do, against a Nashville team that's got a below 500 record on the road, they're capable of winning this game. So Buffalo minus 110 uh, against Nashville uh, for my best bet. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, although we're on Monday tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern time, uh, and then Tuesday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. And if you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form, on all major podcast platforms. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. We will talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys.